Trapcast Express. Tradcast Express, it's Tuesday, May 16th, 2017. BAM! Yes, BAM is right. Yesterday, the semi-traditionalist blog Rorate Celi published five magisterial documents from Pope Pius XII, which utterly destroy France's false mercy gospel, which he laid out in Amoris Laetitia, and which he keeps pushing in his daily homilies. The New Morality is what it was called back in the early 1950s, and it is basically situation ethics. Now, some of the texts provided by Rorate Celi were available in English before. Others are being published there in English for the first time. Pius XII's refutations of the Bergoglian ethics is so spot on that one gets the impression that the Pope, the real Pope, Pius XII, said these things as a direct response to Pope Francis. For example, regarding Francis's claim that being chaste, whether celibate for those who are not married or faithful to their spouse for those who are, that being chaste is basically just an ideal which is only for heroes, for the supremely holy. Here's what Pius Twelfth says. Quote, it will be objected, however, that such abstinence is impossible, that heroism such as this is not feasible. At the present time, you can hear and read of this objection everywhere, even from those who, because of their duty and authority, should be of quite a different mind. We have the doctrine of the Council of Trent, which, in the chapter on the necessary and possible observance of the commandments, referring to a passage in the works of Augustine, teaches, God does not command what is impossible, but when he commands, he commands. He warns you to do what you can and to ask his aid for what is beyond your powers, and he gives his help to make that possible for you." Unquote. Regarding France's constant accusations of rigidity and its denunciation of a morality that says, yes, you may, and no, you may not, up to here you may, but no further, Pius XII says this, quote, The new morality affirms that the Church, instead of fostering the law of human liberty and of love, and of demanding of you that dynamics which is worthy of the moral life, instead bases itself almost exclusively and with excessive rigidity on the firmness and the intransigence of Christian moral laws, frequently resorting to the terms, you are obliged, it is not licit, which has too much of an air of a degrading pedantry. Taking, therefore, the words of Christ and of the Apostle as the strict rule, should not one say that the church of today is rather inclined more to coddling than to severity? It so happens that the accusation of oppressive rigidity made against the church by the new morality in reality attacks in the first place the adorable person of Christ himself. Unquote. Bam! There is nothing left of the Bergolian drivel after Pius Twelfth is done with him. You will be able to find all this on our Novos Ordo Wire blog very soon. Not yet, because we haven't put it up yet, but we'll post uh, the same documents uh, that Rorate Chaley released and uh, credit Rorate as the source, of course. And uh, then we'll also add a little bit of our commentary as well. So that should be uh, coming up later this week on our blog. Now, 
Regarding what Rorate put up here, here's what I want to know. Remember that Rorate Chaley is what we call semi-traditionalist, right? I, th I think they're basically indult, all right? So they accept Francis as a legitimate pope of the Catholic Church, while at the same time trying to adhere to the traditional Roman Catholic faith. So here's my question. How can they say that Pius XII's teaching trumps that of Francis? I mean, if both are valid popes, then, well, then this would be an impossible situation, but let's, let's just say that it were possible. Well, if anything, then they, they would actually have to go with Francis's teaching and reject Pius XII's. Do you think that's absurd? Well, why, if Francis is the pope? Why should Pius XII win and not Francis? Why is that not absurd? You know, back in the late 1800s, uh, Pope Leo XIII had something to say about that. Listen to this, quote, It is to give proof of a submission which is far from sincere to set up some kind of opposition between one pontiff and another. Those who, faced with two differing directives, reject the present one to hold to the past, are not giving proof of obedience to the authority which has the right and duty to guide them. And in some ways, they resemble those who, on receiving a condemnation, would wish to appeal to a future council or to a pope who is better informed. Unquote. And further, quote, That obligation, if it is generally incumbent on all, is you may indeed say, especially pressing upon journalists. The task pertaining to them is this, to be subject completely in mind and will, just as all the other faithful are, to their own bishops and to the Roman pontiff, to follow and make known their teachings, to be fully and willingly subservient to their influence, and to reverence their precepts and assure that they are respected." Unquote. Both of these passages that I just quoted are from Pope Leo Thirteenth, Apostolic Letter Epistola Tua of June 17th, 1885. And yes, you can find that on our website, novusordowatch.org. Simply go to Catholicism in the menu bar up top and then select Magisterial Documents and you will find that Apostolic Letter in that list there. So, Rorate Celi, why does Pius Twelfth trump Francis if both are true and valid popes? Pope Leo XIII makes it clear you must adhere to the current Roman pontiff and disseminate his teachings and his precepts and uh, assure that they are respected. Now, of course, Pius XII does trump Francis, but that's because Pius XII was, in fact, the vicar of Christ, and Francis is a modernist imposter and as much of a pope as my dachshund. Now, before we go, I got one more for you. Yesterday, May 15th, the website Rome Reports posted a video entitled, Bishops of Peru Have Long Meeting with Pope Francis. In that video, you can see Francis admiring a portrait of Blessed Martin de Porras, who is a canonized saint in the new church, and Francis jokingly says to his Peruvian visitors, quote, Some are devotees of the saint, others of ecology, and I am a devotee of the broom he used. Unquote. 
Tradcast Express is a production of Novel's Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordowatch.org slash donate.